0: Uh, thank you for uh, welcoming welcoming us in. Um, I did not know this man, but I believe he uh, is an elf, at least in part, if not in whole. And uh, this seemed as you know, we we're we we're looking for a place to um, that's what I'm looking for.
1: Put him to rest.
0: Yeah, put put lay him to rest uh, uh, um, uh, in a, in a consecrated fashion, so he is not claimed by the. Uh,
2: we have like the creatures a, out, in the, out in the woods. We have a number of dugout crypts underneath the building. Um, it is close you'll find us to, to sanct- sanctified ground that can be broken with a shovel these days. Um, there's very few places for remains left, but I will find room for your friend. What was his name? Uh, uh his name is Zhao. Zhao. Um, does he have any family next of kin, anything? Um,
0: yes, we are taking uh um he was he was where was he delivering what He was, was he? delivering research notes to his mentor. Do we know where his what town his mentor was in?
3: Was it East East Haven? S-haven. S-haven? S-haven. Yep. I remembered sort of.
0: Um yes, we have some of his uh notes that we were bringing to his uh
2: mentor in East Haven. But we cannot take him the whole way if you Understandable. Follow. It is noble that you have brought him this far and Aminator shine its light upon you someday, hopefully. Um, I will see that your friend is late to west. Uh, do you do you wish a service for him uh, or or maybe just a few words?
0: Um,
2: uh,
0: would it be I, I am not a I am not a worshiper of Amanur. I am a worshiper of uh, of Eldath, the mother of waters and the Lady of Peace. Would you be offended if I said a few words?
1: No, Even no. though we
2: are not, you know. Uh, we, Aminetsu tolerates all <clears throat> under his light. Um, by all means, say what words bring you comfort in this place. Um,
0: so, uh, um, Nicolau will sort of, you know, bow his head and, and put places a beefy paw on, uh, on, uh, on the um, chest of the, of the dead man and say, um, and say, uh, uh, may the Mother of Waters and the Lady of Peace keep you in whatever travel you may undertake after this one. And then he'll do... He has a, I haven't quite figured it out, but he does have his own s- symbols that he, he draws in the air, but I haven't quite dreamed
2: them up yet. <laughs> and uh, is almost to punctuate your um, your simple prayer. One of the uh, shutters on one of the windows bangs open. Just uh, starts rattling. And she rushes over. And oh my! God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And this damnable wind. And she starts driving <laughs> a nail into the wood of the sho- the shutter to keep it closed. Um, wow. And uh, and as as that's happening, um, there's a uh, a clattering of, of boots on um, woodwork. And you see the in the back of the uh, the room that was tough to see before. There's um, there's a, a doorway that leads to a stairwell that goes up into this cathedral tower um, thing on top of the building. And um, this little figure comes down. He's a gnome or maybe a halfling given the size, but he's wearing this, um, this outfit of uh, like furry, like she looks like sheep's wool. Um, and um, he's, it's like uh, a, a one piece outfit that could that, is topped in a hood and if you didn't know better you'd say this was like a a walking living teddy bear um (laughs) it's like ralphie from a (laughs) christmas almost exactly um and uh and he goes uh is uh is mishan giving you her line about all are tolerated in her house of worship and mishan's like not now copper we're having a service (laughs) and he goes oh oh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt I, i i i'm sorry about your friend but um, but yeah, uh, this whole one sun god thing—we're gonna come back to that, Mishan. And she goes, "Copper, not now. I'm holding a service." And he sort of gives a chuckle. He strolls out the door. He's got a parchment in his hand. and He waves it over his head, like an asshole, and um, and he slips out the door. Uh, you guys can interact with him if you want on his way out. Kill him. We kill him. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> We could all do he,
3: services tonight, he's motherfucker. He's a sacrifice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only sacrifice assholes in 10 pounds. And if
3: you sacrifice his coat, you probably get credit for two.
0: <laughs> um, I think Nikolai was more confused than anything.
1: Yeah, Una looks a little freaked out because she sort of looks a little bit more relaxed when Misha says that all are tolerated in this temple, and then it kind of redoubles when... <laughs> Uh, Copper comes back and is like, ah, "You thought,
4: You're yeah, just a roller coaster of emotions, huh?" Uh,
1: Fourteen. <laughs> She's a fourteen-year-old
4: girl, dude.
2: <laughs> Stability she, uh, is not their strongest suit. Mishan isn't really kind of looking in your direction. She's more concerned with the service and getting the windows battened down. She doesn't notice the discomfort that sort of has entered your conversation. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> you're more than welcome to interact with either one of them if you want, or we're going to move on. Um, we'll
1: we'll ask you know you know who was that what's
2: what's that all about <laughs> oh yeah, you know, my border uh that's copper Cabernob- uh, copper <laughs> he um rents my upstairs apartment from me uh he worships Lothunder. I worship amanitor both are gods of the sun mine is the original god of the sun and his is a pretender to the throne uh, we've had many a theological debate over sacramental wine um, and he is a aggravating little (laughs) pissant.
3: I had Ah. Sun God on vinyl.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Um, Amantir allows divorce, Lothander doesn't, it's just...
5: It's Protestant and Catholicism. I have the original World Tour shirt. (laughs) I saw them in Stevie Jeebies in the
1: 70s.
2: (laughs) And he knows he can get under my skin and enjoys doing it. Hot. (laughs) Um... Hey, baby, you ever fucking a Ewok?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> who hasn't?
0: Nice. Um, um,
2: uh, Nicola will help seal any windows if, 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 if... She's appreciative for it. Mostly just lean against them while she drives nails. You know, it's menial labor, but it means a lot to somebody who has to keep her house of worship warm without being able to light a fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially demanding that fire is part of her worship. You know, it's... Yeah difficult both emotionally and physically
1: yeah. um, um,
2: and he will he will also make some comment of
0: uh, when I was in the cloister the the, the, the brothers of the uh, of the cloister would argue infinitely about matters cosmic <laughs> while the
2: stew boils <laughs> if you get my meaning no I, I do understand it's we love to discuss things that we don't fully comprehend um, and I hope that we never do. I like your attitude. <laughs> I like your helpfulness. Please come back and worship anytime, whatever god you like, except <laughs> I- I- except Lathander. He sucks. Fuck <laughs> him.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, she's um, getting a check mark. I like her. You <laughs> know, sort
1: of lean in and be like, "Um, you don't comprehend your god."
2: No, I don't feel that anybody should ever fully comprehend their god. If you were to comprehend your God, what use would there be in prayer or study or bettering yourself?
1: Knowing what you are worshiping?
2: Well, that is why we pursue these things. The more we learn, the more we understand, but full comprehension of a God, I don't think I don't think the mind of one such as myself can possess such knowledge.
1: But it is if, a
2: lifelong pursuit.
1: What if you could?
2: I still don't think I'd want to. I don't think you'd want to either. That's creepy as fuck. All right.
0: Um, <laughs> mm. wow, <okay. laughs> she says in character. Damn. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Nick Nicolao is going to say um, um, uh, your mastery of puzzles uh, notwithstanding, sometimes the mystery is more important. And then I'll try to.
2: Shuffle you out.
1: <laughs> so all right, all right, so that's enough. Know, so that's okay, people, I was <laughs> like,
2: I'm starting to understand <laughs> why they wanted to sacrifice people right here. You people are creepy. <laughs> yeah,
5: I mean, the creepy girls, call are me creepy. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, is that it for the House
0: of the Morning Lord? Um, yeah. yeah, actually, at oh. some point, at some point, yeah. I think you and I really do need to have a you know our two
1: characters
2: need to have a much deeper
0: chat. We need to
1: talk, y'all. But, uh, okay, like. we can do that. Ooh, but, but I want to, I, I want to yeah. move
2: on to
5: yep. um to Zev going to the speakers house or chambers or wherever before i do i would like to just do one last inspection of the letter to make sure there's nothing in there besides like a potential letter mm. is that the handout you're referring to yeah all right go ahead so investigation check uh you may open it if you want i don't you don't want to open it okay no, that would be rude okay go ahead
2: um uh, make your investigation it's check.
5: just feeling around yep might be a powder or something there that I can detect, but uh, I got an 11. Uh, no
2: anthrax is detectable. Oh. <laughs> um, it seems like it is simply a folded piece of parchment with a wax seal.
5: Covered right. with residual acid, though. You trip balls. <laughs> residual yes. ass. All right.
1: <laughs>
5: cool. All right. I will, unless there's anything obstructing me, I will uh, just walk in mm-hmm. with uh, the dancing lights around me. Ah. I think to, to my presence is well announced. Okay. Uh, so
2: they, they see you before they necessarily hear you or interact with you, but it is uh, right now it is... Um, Sort of a a welcome room, an ante room, uh, with a big conference table. And there's only two figures there. Uh, One of them is Duvessa Shane, who you've probably all seen the artwork for already, but I will throw her up on the. I think I have.
4: Is it Professor Shane?
2: Nope, just or straight Shane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks like a stone cold bitch. Um, and, um, and where where is this again? Just for, uh, where are we? Are uh, where is you, we? It, that is not on the menu. This oh, is the, okay. this is the speakers. Oh, okay. this is like the, the town hall kind Got of a deal. Mm-hmm. She's basically um, the mayor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The town, the all ten towns have speakers. Speakers act as the de facto political leader. So mayor is appropriate, um, and she she can be a stone cold bitch, as you so aptly put. But uh, she's been through a lot. She's uh, she's a young. She's on the young side, um, but you know, being the leader of the most busy town in the ten towns, uh, it doesn't number on you. you. Uh, and she is in the middle of having a conversation with this gentleman, um, Samuel Jackson? Samuel, yeah, there he is, <laughs> who um, he's those, in everything, those, <laughs> including Ryan with the frostbitten, who uh, you might recognize as uh, sheriff. Um, Oh, God, I'm forgetting his Sure, i ass-kicker. Look at that, man. Uh Markham Southwell. Um, he is also firmly ensconced in the political structure of uh, Bryn Chander and Icewind Dale. These are two well-known political <laughs> figures. Um, and they are in the middle of having a conversation, which they politely um, come to a natural pausing point as they see the lights coming down the hallway. Um would these people be somebody that Zev has interacted with before in her duties, do you think?
5: I think that the any politics she conducted were south of here. Understood. Uh, Way south. Yeah. Well, that too. Well, she's been like I said, she's been involved in service politics as well. Yeah,
3: true. true. Uh,
5: but, I don't know. Well, well, I guess we'll find out. Um, she will, of course, ha- undo enough of the clothing to make sure that her um, her outfit is present, that her signet ring of uh, House Faye Branches is, is active. And that she is that she is a holding holding a missive. She will stand and wait patiently mm-hmm. for them to for them to welcome. Of course, giving a bow as she enters, and standing off to the side so that they may finish conducting whatever business they feel is important.
2: And um, you catch a, a few words at the tail end of the conversation where uh, where Sheriff um, Southwell is saying to Devessa Shane that you know with a, with people fleeing the other towns to come here, uh, it, it's only a matter of time before. They start bringing their own opinions about these sacrifices <laughs> into uh, into the conversation. And duvesa says, well, I, I understand, and the the other towns are welcome to do as they please, but inside my walls, we will not be sacrificing humans. I, I cannot bring myself to stoop to that sort of level. And the sheriff goes, well, of course I agree with you. I'm just saying that uh, what has started as an easy easy stand to take might become more of an uphill battle as the times wear on and um and she says well we'll table this for now and looks to you and and um sheriff's uh sheriff southwell looks, looks to you and um it's uh it, there's there's a tense moment where he's like okay you know i've i've fought drow before drow are not a not usually a welcome sight in my city, but times are times are changing. Yeah. Um, T- times just got darker as a drow has entered the house. <laughs> and, um,
1: Drow has entered the chat. <laughs> and <laughs>
2: and, and Duvessa Shane looks at you and says, um, uh, what
5: can we do for <laughs> an Emissary of the Underdark? Zevian of House Fay Branch, it is a pleasure to meet you, Speaker. And to whom else may I have the pleasure of speaking? I turn to Markham.
2: Uh, and he uh, he stands and uh, gives you like a, a curt bow and says, I am Sheriff uh, M- uh, Markham Southwell of Bryn Shander.
5: A pleasure. I have come here as an emissary, a liaison between the Goblin Tribe of... I have to look it up again. Yeah. <laughs> I, had it. I had it up here. You're the Goblin Tribe of, hang on, hang on. Zeph's looking through her phone. I'm gonna check <laughs> my Underdark phone. Uh, I had it up. I had it just now. Kork- a Krokolok. Yep. And Yorb was the. Uh, Yarbnok. Yarbnok. Mm. On behalf of Yarbnok of the Krokolok clan, I have been asked. I have been tasked with delivering a missive to you. Now, before I hand it over, I suggest that you have a delegate to overlook it. Before, I would not accuse a goblin so easily of being very clever with poisons. However, you should exercise precautions in such matters. He has intimated to me that he wishes to, to achieve peace between you. And uh,
2: the sheriff takes it as sort of an intermediary between the two of you, as you've requested, and looks at Devessa Shane, and, she, and they sort of share this look like the goblins are suing for peace. Mm-hmm. I knew it was rough out there, but I never thought we'd see the day where the goblins would hire a diplomat to sue for peace.
5: Better warmth can be found together
2: in this weather. I suppose. Nock, he named himself? That was his name, yes. Hmm. Well, what else can you tell me about this Karkalok? What? Uh, I We're not... And she looks at... Hey, GM,
5: what else can I tell them about <laughs> Kark-
2: Karkalok? Um, when you went there in your pre-game uh, background thing, mm-hmm. Karkalok is a um, fortified area in the Spine of the World Mountains that the goblins have sort of... Uh, made into, like, a prison overlooking a, ca- uh, a cliff. Um, I say prison, meaning they had prison cells, no prisoners, per se. Um, Odd. Yes. Okay. Um, other than that, it's your basic goblin slapdash architecture. Uh, the one interesting aspect of it is they they had what looked like a... Um, A giant-sized suit of plate mail armor with articulated joints hanging on some sort of modified crane structure in the middle of the courtyard. Neat. Um, Nock was a goblin just like any other except he suffered from some kind of condition that gave him like a permanent case of very bad lockjaw and he spoke everything through really clenched teeth like this. You didn't actually speak to him very long. He just told you that he wanted you to deliver this letter and that he wanted to make peace. As a matter of fact, your meeting was very odd in that he was the only one in the room besides you. Uh, It was a one-on-one diplomatic meeting. There were no other goblins, guards, or otherwise watching over the meeting.
5: Okay. And what did I notice while I was there what goods or services the goblins could offer or what resources they had to, had to give they um, they seemed like they were looking for <laughs> metals you
2: couldn't tell if it was precious metals or just any metals but they um, they had uh, like ingots of iron and and um, copper just laying but, but, around but, but
5: they were looking for that stuff
2: yes they were looking for that the, as far as what they could offer um, it seemed like, it seemed like it was more of a "Hey, we'll stop raiding your caravans and such if mm-hmm. you know if you accept our terms and conditions." Um, and so both of both of them have a look. I, I assume you just spit that right back at them.
5: Pretty much, I, yeah. I, I phrase it as uh, eloquently as possible. Uh, I I, may, I will even note uh, the the stealthy discretion that they kept. Hmm. They took care to hide their numbers from me. So I'm afraid I cannot offer you any information on that.
2: There have been, uh, and this is Southwell talking, or the sheriff talking, he goes, there has been a, uh, an uptick in goblin raid activity. I assumed it was because of the cold. Um, maybe they've hit the breaking point and have no place else to go. And Duvast Shane goes, well, I, that being the case, I, I, I don't know how many more mouths we can afford to feed. I hope they're not looking for shelter. I'm not opposed to peace, but I'd have to bring it to the other speakers.
5: Zev smirks when she hears this. <laughs> um, and do you have something to, to uh, tell us? I would not presume to think that you do not have things in hand, as you are a strong female leader. I would, of course, offer my counsel in how to best take advantage of this alliance if you require my aid. If this is not the case, I would enjoy knowing how I may be more useful to you you may also be interested to know that I come with a group of people, all of whom are quite talented in many ways. If there is some way that we may assist you, I would be interested to know what jobs or tasks you may wish to have have thrust upon us in exchange for goodwill, and of course, to earn my customary lodgings as as an ambassador. (laughs) Um...
2: It's an interesting proposal, and I am tempted to take you up on it. Um, Before I make any moves, diplomatic or otherwise, I need to consult with the other speakers of the other nine towns, and getting them all together
5: in a room may take some time. Um, Will you be in the ten towns long? That is unknown to me at this time. I will be meeting with my companions at the north was North post. The north look. The north look. At the north look, uh, proceeding this meeting. If you wish to send an emissary there to meet with us, I will happily be available. You know what, this,
2: this will actually work
5: to both of our benefits, then. You said you came with a group, a, a capable group, I assume? I did, indeed. Uh-huh. However, I am the only one from my particular parts of the woods, shall we say, amongst them. The, ra- um, the, racial, the racial description is quite vast and diverse.
2: I'm not so much interested in your racial makeup as I am in your ability to help the people of Brunchander. I um, understand. I say so due to the history that mm. we have had in
5: prior times.
2: It's uh, it's been a interesting history between your people and ours, but uh, things have been fairly quiet between us and the Underdark for some time. Yes. Uh, and a foundation for a better future. Let's hope. Um, our futures are so much shorter than yours
5: in lifespan. Um, she just smiles <laughs> trying kind of a, a jejun smile at that. Mm. And
2: during this, uh, Southwell is being politely quiet, but you can see he's got a, a look of sort of like, I don't want to have to kiss this drow bitch's ass. The, the and, whole time she does it? have
5: her hands like this and yeah. that like, that like furry rough thing. That, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Like the quarterback. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, well... So you, can't, so you can't see me flipping him off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'll take some time for me to bring the request of the goblins to the other speakers and to get their input on what direction we should take these negotiations. Um, in the meantime, uh, you wish to earn your ambassador's lodgings? Uh, help the people of Bryn Shander Find out what they need. There's always work to be done at the Northlook, and any help you could offer them will raise your... Uh, position in, in my esteem And perhaps I will see Fit to finding you such
5: quarters Certainly I appreciate your time And uh, Speaker Duvasashank Zevalen It's been a pleasure uh, Stay warm And they go back to their conversation a nice diplomatic bow And I'm off
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it, you frosty bitch <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, Are we, we all we, we, reconvening I'm just, at the North like My characters dealt with matron mothers This was not uh, yeah, yeah Drop in the bucket
2: so uh, we are on our way to the north. Look to look for work, to look for food, look for booze, perhaps.
4: Oops. On our way back, oh. the the um the guild badge is also gone. Yep. yep. Only only during official business. Or the, it just I, grows. I mean,
1: otherwise you just get capped.
4: It's yeah. not. It's not good for my business if I wear this. Yeah, I I will not
3: say anything about it, but I'll give you a look. Like I saw it, and your secret safe. He
0: just grins. It's basically a gummy badge like the wings they give you (laughs)
3: when you first fly. You know, they they think they're here. I'll give you wings, and they're like gummy badge, Red Bull. (laughs) So you you rob the person and for the mob, and then you immediately eat the badge to (laughs) escape the evidence. (laughs) Love it.
1: It's inedible. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um... So the Northlook
2: Tavern is uh, it's, its actually as far away from the south gate where you enter as you possibly see. So you see most of the city, your side errands and stuff, you get to do them all on the way to the Northlook. <laughs> so by the time you all reconvene at the other side of the city, you can see that uh, the Northlook is, is hopping. Um, and you quickly realize when you step inside, the reason for that is because, uh, A, they have hired a... Um, an apprentice spellcaster to cast light once an hour on the chandelier so that the room is lit, um, literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. And also because they can't keep a fire for warmth, the more bodies they pack into the common room, the warmer it is and everybody stays warm. Um, and you can see written on a hastily written on a, um, a clapboard sign outside the the front is free stays in the common room overnight for the sacrifice of oral. Um, just trying to keep the place packed so that it stays warm overnight. Um, so as you go in, you sort of have to shoulder your way through the standing-room-only cr- crowd. Um, they have a bunch of those um, sort of the bent seats, like uh, like a German beer house, or like almost like a, a picnic table, just long, bent seats. Um, and one of the very few open with enough seats to suit your entire party is being shared by three sort of uh, beaten, battered-looking dwarves. Um, or you can do the standing room only thing where you're kind of shouldering through people, um, which gets dangerous because there's a darts game going on in the corner. And <laughs> Every once in a while, the, the crowd will jostle, somebody will enter, somebody else will try to move, and uh, somebody gets jostled in the way of the darts, and everybody yells, ah and they have to throw the dart high, and it gets stuck in the ceiling. Somebody really tall has to come and pull the dart out. <laughs> um, behind the, uh, the bar is... Uh, is a a older, sort of tough and looking guy. Um, He's got the build of somebody who was once very muscular, but has stopped uh, getting his exercise and has now just become very paunchy. Um, Sort of like a linebacker who retires and doesn't stop eating 15,000 calories calories a day. Um, Oh, God. And uh, he's got a a tavern, uh, like a tavern girl working, running drinks, uh, but he's he's sort of filling the orders and he's got a, a line of taps in front of him and as soon as you open the door to come in, he goes, "Close the door!" and, uh, and everybody roars, "Close the door!" <laughs> and uh, they force the door closed as the wind's trying to battle you as the the wind starts to push the door in. You close the door behind you, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he turns to your group and, "Hey, right, what can I get you?" As soon as Nikolai go- comes in, mm-hmm. he lets out a big, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this steam, you know, steam comes out of his nose, you know. <laughs> Like, there's like, like there's like a, a, like a nice pause like
2: everybody like not the whole tap room, but those around you that see you come in, like there's a pause. And everybody's
5: like Yeah <laughs> 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 They are staying warm the best way they know how. Zeppel just add light to the area. Huh. Helping out, especially the people playing darts. Mm. Um yeah, you, you can cast light, sort of like backlit
2: the, the, the dartboard. Mm-hmm. Um you uh you get a free round
5: out of that. Anybody who can cast light gets a free round for lighting up the tap room. She gladly um. accepts it and secretly shares some of the drinks with her with her companions here, mm. so as not to get too drunk herself. Good.
3: Do they have the ability to get hot water without using flame?
5: Um, she will definitely slip up the uh, underage person. Probably heat metal a, nice. a bit as well, giving a wink.
2: That's a spell scroll. I don't think they can afford that. Um, yeah, I, I they probably have a kettle or a, uh, a pot. That was heated by the uh, the hearth fire before it was forced to be extinguished, and they just try to keep the lid on it the best they can. It might not, it probably won't stay warm through the night, but yep. it's warm now.
3: All right, and that's all my order is it's gonna be a thing of hot water. All right. And he's uh, like, All right, well, hot water.
2: Uh, one copper, I suppose. I'll give him the silver. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Uh, what can I get the rest of you? Hey, he's sort of looking at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not just. Takes a sip out of the cup that I
2: handed her <laughs> What did you get in exchange? Um Oh uh it's uh it's it's red, it's slightly bitter, it tastes of cranberries. <laughs> nice. I was
1: <should> gonna get micro wasted. <laughs> oh
2: you God. got you got a uh, cranberry mead. Mm. Actually, or- this is this reminds you of home. It's uh this is made in, in good mead, you know that for sure.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh will take well, I think she knows she's an oddity here so I think she'll just play into that for the mm-hmm. crowd's amusement and she will request a okay what is that when everybody doesn't know what the hell she's talking about she says mushroom wine oh um, <laughs> <laughs> yep
2: uh, he serves you an extremely earthy alcohol made from colorful cave fungus uh, it, also, yes. it also acts as a mild hallucinogen.
4: Ooh, yeah. yeah! Winner, winner.
2: <laughs> it is literally on this drink menu I downloaded. Sweet. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> I'll tell <told> you. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's going to be five silver for, well, five silver. No, you get for free. You get five silver for you.
4: That's fine. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wait,
1: you're a goblin?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going trashed. <laughs> Anybody else want to order anything? A, a stein of your darkest beer, please. Ah, um, let's see. What do we got?
3: We, we only carry IPAs. <laughs> uh, every <laughs> every microbrewery, even here in the north,
2: they have ooh um, hipsters.
1: <laughs> the north is where all the microbreweries <laughs> are.
2: He pours you a creamy dark beer made with mammoth's milk. Ooh, it's a mammoth related? milk stout. I don't know how I feel about that. For <laughs> yours.
1: Mammoths
2: are elephants, though. That's true. Thank you. He tells you as such, it's mammoth milk. We
0: get it from the giants. Ooh, interesting. (laughs) We we don't have have mammoths where I come from. Where do you come from? Uh, Very, very far to the south. Me too. In in the mountains uh, of of Albaron, but these are not mountains (laughs) compared to what you have here. (laughs) Those are mere hills. I thought I lived in mountains until I saw this spine of
5: yours. (laughs) I would like to look for a bulletin board or anything of the sort. Gotcha. Um, Yes. uh, Yeah, actually... um you see
2: a familiar face uh, as there is a. Uh, it's board. yours.
4: It's <laughs> a mirror. Um,
2: there's uh, there's a a notices board and you see um, well you, you haven't seen him yet it would be familiar to you two. Uh, Copper Knobberknocker is uh, in his teddy bear suit nailing up a uh, a notice on the uh, notice board. Um, that uh, after a quick perusal says that he's uh, looking for somebody to bring supplies to Macritus, a uh, friend of his that is doing uh, scientific research out in the tundra. Okay. Um. That is the only notice up there as of right now. Uh, but you can check back later to see more. Notices. If he's there,
5: I'll probably just just give him just give him a a, a greeting nod. And uh, As I look he, at his notice. He looks up. He looks up. He's used to looking
2: up, so he looks up at you and he goes, "Oh, Drow. Uh, uh, pleasant, pleasant to make,
5: make your acquaintance." Hello. Um, interested in the notice? I am. I'm looking for any opportunity I can to help this town. Well,
2: uh, if you want to inquire more about it, I, uh, I bunk up at the Temple of
5: uh, Ominator. Um, I'm Zevian. Ah, Copper Knobberknocker, Knocker. It is a pleasure, Zevian, and he kisses your hand. Mwah.
1: <laughs> mm.
5: Alright, uh, in the elven language she will say, finally a properly behaved male uh, and he pro- I don't know if he speaks that language, but uh, He does not. Cool. So it just sounds like she's saying something very pretty sounding Yeah. and like she approved of what he just did. He's smitten <laughs> Is he a good looking well, guy? Um, I mean, he's dressed like a teddy bear but
2: okay. I mean, no much features big ears, big nose Kind of a curly Q of brown oh, hair. Oh, he's a gnome, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he works, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I won't say what I was about to say, His friends call though. him Thicket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the bartender is still making conversation with you. Um, he's interested in you because, you know, he sees all kinds come through here, but this is the first Minotaur he's had in his bar. Uh, so he introduces himself. I'm, my name's Scramsax. I, uh... <laughs> I'm uh, originally from Tribor. Ah, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> follows us again.
1: You mean that crater to the <laughs> south
0: of here? We, we probably passed through it, right? Yeah, I don't hasn't been here.
1: Giant you,
0: well, if you came from the deep south, you might have passed through it. I'm using the wrong accent, damn it. I should be a deep south minotaur. I mean, they have a lot of cows down there in that <laughs> it's not deep south. Where, it's not where I was going with it. leave now. <laughs> uh, it's real bad. Well, it's real bad. <laughs> no, no,
3: he's back. <laughs> bugs, bugs, bugs.
2: <laughs> um... As you are having your interaction with Copper, I'll try, uh, yeah, I'll try to get some more details from him too on the job. Okay, um, he says, "Well, I'm I'm still trying to source the uh, the care package, but uh, <coughs> basically, he's uh, he's holed up in an old cabin uh, outside of the Ten Towns, and he's a friend of mine. And uh, we were doing some research, and and I decided to call it quits and come back, but he hasn't written me back, and I'm a little worried. He's you know he's been out there without a uh, proper food delivery for some time, but I, I've got I still got to find the food, so um, you know, check back with me and." and if you want the job, it'll be yours. So bring supplies to a researcher? Yep. And I will put that on an index card for you. Cool. Um, and that was given by who? Copper knocker. All right. <laughs> it's spelled just like it
5: sounds. Sweet.
3: <laughs> Hilariously.
2: Knobberknocker. <laughs> and uh, as uh, this is going on, Una and Cy, what are you guys up to? I mean, Cy's getting drunk on mushroom wine, right? Well, <laughs>
5: right, I'll probably come over and toast the mushroom wine with him. At some point, but yeah, there's something yeah. specifically happening with him. What's Una up to?
1: Uh, Una's probably still sticking close to Nicolau. Uh, partially because he's, you know, a minotaur and <laughs> presumably very warm.
2: Probably. nothing um, yeah. farts.
1: And it's so crowded in here, she kind of runs the risk of getting stepped on. Uh, but she is, she is sipping her cranberry meat and she's actually getting a little bit
3: misty about it. Oh, home. Yeah. Um, and what is Goose lot doing? Uh, now that I get my hot water, I take some dried grasses out of my pack and I make a kind of foul-smelling like wet hay tea. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I offer, Convucha. I offer to interpose myself between people who are chilling in the bar and the window.
1: <laughs> uh, ah, Because okay.
3: nobody wants the seat that's closest to where all the heat's leaving, so mm. I volunteer to take that bullet for them.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, they they uh they too have uh, like heavy shutters over the windows, but you know the, even the heaviest shutters have gaps. So yeah, having somebody somebody with a big back against the, the shutters helps.
3: I got a bunch of big furs and everything too.
2: <clears throat> um, these uh, there's, there's three dwarves that I mentioned, and you come in, they're sitting sort of by themselves at one of these bench tables, and you can see um, they look a little worse for the wear. They're trying to stay warm, although they clearly have just come in from the outside because their clothes are still sort of, like, got that gathered wet snow on the shoulders and in the creases. Um, one of them is holding a, a cigar to her lips, but she's shaking so bad she can barely take a puff. Um, oh, is she in violation? Um, it's technically an open flame, but nobody seems to be bothering her about it, given that she's really looking kind of rough. Um, but she sees you going over to the notice board and uh, sort of tries to catch your attention as you, uh, as you finish your interaction with Copper. I'm proficient in perception, so I probably notice. Um, and she looks at you, and she's got this very raspy voice. You can see as she turns to you, like, she's, she's missing one ear. She's missing a couple of fingers on her hand. Looks like a little frostbite injuries. Um,
5: and she goes, you looking for work? Uh, switching to Dwarven, I indeed so. I got some work for you. It ain't easy, but... Can uh, I greet her, too, and give her my name? Ah, Zevalent.
2: Uh, pleased to meet you. I'm Haruna, it's Koroks and Stern. I, I will greet them, too. And Koroks um, gives you a, a kind of a curt nod, and Stern doesn't even acknowledge your presence. He's actually looking... Uh, like, he's sort of looking where Kusbelad is standing, where he's blocking out the window. He's trying to see out the gap of the shutters trying to see the sky from from the uh, the low angle he's at. It's impossible to do from this angle with the shutters closed, but he's still got his eyes locked on that. Haruna, right? Haruna, H-R-U-N-A.
5: Okay. Very good. I will just say, uh, your trust is appreciated, Haruna. How can I and my friends help you? We were bringing a shipment of iron ingots down from the uh, the Mithra Hall,
2: what's left of it. The first shipment they've... Uh, They've been able to sell to the Ten Towns. They've been keeping it all for their rebuilding efforts. But uh, we were waylaid by a yeti on the way. Um, Killed our pack animals, took the head off of our friend Oobluck. We barely made it out alive, but we had to ditch our sleigh to get out. If we don't sell that iron, I'm not sure we can afford the journey back home, but we're in no condition to go get it ourselves. We'd be willing to uh,
5: compensate Adventurous type such as yourself to go out to bring it back. I shall bring it to my companions. I say to her in dwarven, uh, and give her give her a bow, and then go to wherever my my uh, new uh, my newer bills are uh, gathering. Okay. <laughs>
2: and what's everybody make of this?
5: Uh, well, yes, I will if if I can just use my. If I can use my player character powers to gather them all together? Yes, um, yeah, player character You must gather your party it. before venturing forward. E- yeah. Excellent.
3: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I only read two words you actually wrote on there. I was just looking at the format, so if I buy one
4: of those.
5: I was trying very hard not to read any of your secrets.
4: <laughs>
5: Calabills, we do have some work ahead of us. I would like to share first one by Mr. Co- Copper Knobberknocker. It sounds even funnier to, with her, like, di- <laughs> very diplomatic tone, saying it like it's serious. Um, <laughs> You've hung out with Perf Nebula before. You know how it goes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. Um, but she, and apparently the shipment is still pending, but he does wish us to deliver parcel to a researcher friend of his. He is the religious type. Perhaps that would mean blessings or wealth. The second offering is from that group of dwarves over there. They ask us to retrieve, well, a large shipment of iron ingots to bring back here. She also had a story about how a yeti waylaid them. I am not familiar with this creature, but it must have been very formid- formidable.
3: I would like to roll to see if I am
5: familiar with this creature. That would be nature.
0: I would have given uh, Uno a side-eye glance if he mentions uh, number-knockers. <laughs>
2: Um, that was a 14. 14. Uh Anybody else going to roll on Yeti uh, knowledge? All right.
1: 17.
2: 17? All right. You've uh, right, you've you've uh, voluntarily opted out of uh, Yeti knowledge, either you
1: guys?
0: Yeah. I feel Nikolai's going to opt out a lot of these cold yeah, ones, because he's fine. way out of his uh. Absolutely. Home. I'm going to roll on all Side of them. drunk.
2: <laughs>
5: drunk, oh, yeah. whole character. Oh, Side <laughs> cocked. Oh, all right. Um,
2: <laughs> so <laughs> both of you guys rolled sufficiently to know that uh, Yeti attacks are part of life uh, in Icewind Dale. Uh, yetis tend to be uh, mountain-dwelling creatures, but they will come down out of the mountains to feed if the um, the food is scarce on the mountain, like mm-hmm. it can be in an extended winter. Mm-hmm. Um, they are bipedal humanoids. They're probably about eight to nine feet tall, um, and they're carnivorous and very vicious. Territorial. Um, to see them this far out of the mountains means they're probably very hungry or something else is drawing yeah. them there. Yeah. Um that would be about you what you can get from cool. yetis.
3: Um yeah. Um if we're all looking for work and you guys are retaining Cuspelad's services, uh I'll say, uh I would always prioritize saving lives over dealing with wildlife. Uh one Yeti
5: hardly makes for an emergency. Um They're all over the mountains. This could work to our advantage very well. When speaking with Duvessa Shane, she stated a reluctance to sacrifice human subjects. If we were to capture one of these yeti, it could be dragged here for quite a sacrifice.
3: As soon as you say that, Kuz just looks down into his cup of tea and like, looks away from you and starts sipping it. You get that really loud, like, (laughs) noise as the water goes in his lips.
1: nope no i don't like it i don't like yetis i don't like human sacrifice
5: in any event did, these jobs do promise wealth which could serve us well go on mr nicola did
0: the, did the the speaker make it make the speaker give the impression that uh she was in favor of
5: sacrifices she seemed very much not in favor as did the sheriff However, they seem to accept it as a reality that they must face. She drew the line at human subjects, interestingly enough. And, uh, she can't help but look at the non-humans in the group. (laughs) (laughs) Nerds. This This is in particular why I emphasize the importance of us making ourselves useful. In their desperation, they may look to one of you, or perhaps even me. Now then, with that settled... I believe that we should stock up on rations, and whatever else we may need to traverse this hostile terrain. Uh, she shivers, and like, you can even see that she's looking a bit sickly, because of her low constitution. Um, and <clears throat> she will say, she will go on to say, I believe we should buy extra supplies and rations, should we, other, should we also encounter desperate people out <clears throat> in the fields, for it will be trade to them in exchange for our lives.
3: When you uh, when you reveal that you are looking a little bit more ill, Koos will stand up from his spot next to the window, and just put the cup of gross-smelling tea in your hands. I appreciate this, Mr. Bala. What is it? Uh, it is a remedy made of goat hay. <laughs> uh, it's just...
5: Riven in their customs.
3: <laughs> just fuck it. It tastes about exactly as it smells. It's yeah. got a little bit of like her, a rotten, vegetal kind of earthy thing going her on. Her beautiful uh, elven face wrinkles up for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's like drinking
5: soured muddy mm. ale.
1: You live in caves and drink mushrooms. Are you really going to be that picky?
5: <laughs> I don't know what hay is, but I do not exactly care for it. <laughs> However, medicines do not often taste very appealing. If at any point you do care for it, you know something has gone wrong. She, she laughs at that. Uh, and she says, I understand that my skill set is a bit unusual for overland travel under these conditions. However, given the darkness, it will always be my ally in that sense. And to deal with any who come our way, I am well prepared to speak with them on the group's behalf. I look forward to getting to know all of you and your interests here, so that I may help make them possible.
4: Your yeah. I mean, just so eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> the little hearts and the eyes. Oh my God.
5: And you and you are very sweet.
4: Brian.
5: Thank you so much. But this is. Thank you for listening to me. How do the rest of you feel?
4: Warm and tingly. <laughs>
5: Um,
3: uh, If you believe that we are in need of work, and you're asking for my opinion, there is someone who's potentially still alive that needs help.
5: To whom are you referring? The researcher. Yes. We should be in touch with Mr. Knobberknocker in due time to receive his package for delivery. (laughs) (laughs) Is that intentional innuendo? Um, she seems to be getting it, as she is now, she's obviously, well, well one thing you would notice too, if any of you had, have had dealings with the elves, um, she doesn't have the, I imagine the elves would have this kind of accent that's very haughty. Like that when they're speaking common or something like that, but she does not have that. It's almost as if she has trained it out of her to speak like that, to speak more like a normal person.
4: So wait, so we're gonna deliver this gnome's
5: package to someone. <laughs> yes, to a very enthusiastic receiver of the package.
4: Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no doubt it will provide him warmth.
4: Oh, ah, yeah. that's that's a smile around here. <laughs> so, 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 where's this path to? <laughs> now, uh,
5: did, did, was Cy with me when we were dealing with Yarb? Because um, we talked about that in the past, yes. but uh, that was back when you were named Philly. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I'm still not really <laughs> Philly, but my friends call me Cy. Okay, okay.
5: Cool. Um, I, know, I thought you
4: changed it. N-
2: n- yeah, I, I. Let's say yes. Okay. Sure. Unless you have an objection,
4: Dave. No, <laughs> no. <laughs>
5: incidentally. <laughs> incidentally, Cy, I did deliver that missive from that Yarb fellow. Oh. What was your opinion of him?
4: Of Yarb? Yes. That was kind of, you know, a toolbox. You know what I'm saying?
5: Indeed. Sometimes, leaders have to be toolboxes.
4: Well yeah, I was, you know, bossing people around, but he doesn't have any sway over me, it's like little crap, you know what I'm saying?
5: Of course. How tiresome bureaucracy can be.
4: Exactly. So so you delivered that letter thing, right? Did they they seem happy about it, or...?
5: They seemed reserved and confused.
4: Yeah, goblins
5: be doing that. They do. It is one of the things Ukraine does best. Mm. And it is most charming. In any event, they did not tell me the contents of the letter.
4: Oh. You didn't use your... uh, Your... There's magic rules, the silver rules inside that thing? Why, that would be impolite. We don't want to be rude.
5: (laughs) We are here to make friends amongst the (laughs) revel. True, true. He sounds so drunk. (laughs) She likes him like this. He gives her better deals that way. I
4: I do actually have six good berries that are going to be expiring pretty soon. If you want them, just five silver and you can have them
5: she will pop over five silver to you. <laughs> Ooh,
4: you just got paid, girl!
5: <laughs> she has lots of money. Oh,
2: shit. I don't. Um, so are you having this conversation uh, with an earshot of the
4: dwarves, or no? I'm uh, not putting my voice down. I just I, got I'd,
5: I'd say we keep this more or less private, um, <laughs> but I have I've, I will I will say the dwarves over there may be getting impatient. What shall I tell them? Uh, did they tell you how
3: far away this is? Did they, Brian? They did not, but you could always go back and ask that question. Okay. Yeah, if it's on the way, then perhaps we make a detour, but, uh, certainly my preference is to help
1: those who a are... human
4: there. life besides getting In. eaten by a yeti, which I don't know if that even is good or not. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah.
1: The sleigh's not going anywhere.
3: Unless the yeti have need for ore.
5: Okay. It'll just be uh, buried more as the more snow falls. That's the problem. I will inform them then that we shall bear this bear this quest in mind, but can make no promises of the safe return. When you say that, I want to point over you and just say, um, I do believe
3: we've observed our uh, well-spoken companion levitating a wagon. The snow might be a hindrance to find it, but getting it out, I don't think, is going to be a concern.
5: Fair well, point. I looked at the travois, says travois. System you have there? Oh, I think I would've left it. Oh, okay. I would've left it, I wouldn't no, tie brought it the back moon. to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I should <coughs> go. Rent. We could take time to devise a way to move this. Did you say, what did you say it was, Brian? Uh, that was, the iron was on? Like a It's karis? on a it okay. sleigh.
3: Okay.
1: okay.
5: Of this, she, wrote, she now sees like the, the, uh what's the word? Hominem. Hominem, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> She, she just sort of laughs at the of the sleigh and sleigh <coughs> as she appreciates that <laughs> I love common <coughs> we shall find this sleigh and we, shall, we should devise a method to move it it sounds very heavy uh, it's probably
3: normally pulled by pack animals or dogs there's a stable in town
5: indeed I should find the price for animals are any of you good handle, at handling such things I've driven a sleigh before. Shall I take that to mean that you would be handling the animals if we get it done? Depending
3: on the amount of animals, yes, I would be more than capable. Wonderful. Do spiders count? <laughs> are they the well, size of horses?
4: Some are.
5: Uh, <laughs> I'd
3: be willing to give it a go.
5: Zev <laughs> looks at you like, we should be so lucky. Uh, I miss them. <laughs> she, uh, she slaps you a, a high five at that in agreement. Like, as do I. This part is weird. As do I. <laughs> now then. You going back to the doors? I will, Yes, I will tell them. All right. Um, like, like, thank you for waiting. I'm afraid that we... Oh, sorry, I switched to Robin. Mm. Thank you for waiting. We cannot make any promises, but we'll keep an eye open. Is there any more information you can give us as for its locations? I,
2: uh... Well, and before you make any decisions, we haven't really discussed payment.
5: You're a good bill; it would be great payment to us. However, yes, we do require gold for mm-hmm. walking around. And um, she goes, uh, how, "How many of you are there?" I will point out the five that we have, including myself. Oh, there's
3: six. Cause oh, the six, right? Not in another yeah. town. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Fuck Yeah. About that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck you,
0: Kate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dead weight. <laughs> I know you can hear
3: us.
2: <clears throat> she says, uh, "If." If you're able to bring the iron back, I can offer uh, uh, gemstones. About all we have left is a form of payment. Uh, Each one's worth about 50 gold pieces. I can offer uh, one to each of you. Um, Also, uh, I'm good friends with with, uh, the proprietor of Black Iron Blades. Uh, They sell adventuring gear. I've seen when your party walks in, no snowshoes. Tough to get anywhere without them. A pair for all of you. Even specially fitted one for your friend there. The snowshoes have been advanced, then? Snowshoes in advance, if you use them to get the iron back. And a generous deposit of gems upon return. Aye, that's what I'm offering. The, uh, the sleigh was, uh, it's near a place called Dancing Gardens. You, maybe you heard of it, maybe you haven't. Uh, it wouldn't be on your map. Uh, more of a, <laughs> more of an oddity, uh... About half a day's travel north of here, between the Dwarven Valley and the northern gate of Bryn Shander. That's really close. Um, you'll know it by all the statues.
1: Okay. Uh...
5: Yeah. An, a magnificent offer. I believe we'll take you upon it. As I say, we'll be traveling that way, and if we see it, we'll make sure it gets back to you. It would be appreciated.
2: Money on return, of course. You can bring it right back to Black Iron Blades. You'll know where it is because I'm going to show you that to get your snowshoes. You're
5: known for the, t- the fairness and you do not disappoint. Shall be then? I shall. Uh, the she needs to do some shopping analysis anyway, so uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get them. Let's get them shoes. All right. But of course, she'll turn to you. But, May I have all of your foot measurements, please?
4: May I see your feet. Take off your shoes. <laughs> I'm a goblin size ten. <laughs>
5: <laughs> nice. Yeah, she'll. Get... <coughs> Our friends here have generously offered us snowshoes. Coos is like uh, pinned on his backpack. Cool. <laughs> like, then we shall have. a spare. We're in the mountains. <laughs> we shall have a spare the bush set, then. Um, uh, yeah. So, apart from the fun fi- I've got I've got twenty four gold and five silver to donate to, to ready to wow to uh, yeah she's rich um, yeah mm-hmm. to to uh, provide this expedition so uh, just in terms of shopping the snowshoes will be provided by the dwarves mm-hmm. obviously but uh, anything else we need to get uh, let's get mount prices and anything else we might need for the, for the she'll probably have to defer to you on this one Kuspala, because she doesn't know how to do this but. She will at least be able to provide an inventory on what is what can be here.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure I have probably an in with the general store manager. Uh, yeah, there's... um,
2: Black Iron Blades does serve as the general store. Give me a, uh, some kind of history or knowledge check regarding that.
3: Sure. I'll just roll a D20. I'll figure it out in a minute. Sure. Um, if it's middling, it's a natural seven, probably plus a couple. Okay.
2: Um, they sell a selection of weapons and a selection of... Um, general adventuring gear, pretty much anything that can be found in the player's handbook. Um, <clears throat> the weapons are okay. They have a history of um, being kind of meme weapons. Um, the The uh, blacksmith is a dwarf, and he sort of gets along on that whole stigma of dwarven forging uh, kind of thing. Um, but he goes for a quantity over quality approach. And the weapons have a tendency to be of lo- low quality, and it has become somewhat of a joke among locals that when an adventurer dies, they always ask, "Did you have a black iron blade?
3: Nice. <laughs> 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 there's just
1: a stamp on the weapon that just says, man, Brenton, and they're like, fuck!
3: Yeah, oh, oh gross. Yeah. yeah, so I will say... um Black Iron Blades serves as a purveyor for the various mountaineering gear that you'd want, but I would avoid any uh, goods made of metal. She appreciates that info. The quality of the ore is fabulous, the quality of the smelting, less so. (laughs) A rope.
0: We could always use more rope. (laughs) I think I remember being that Zidium from
2: last time. (laughs) Uh so basically any adventuring gear you would need can be bought at Black Iron Blades for the market price um with the exception of the um weapons which are at a 10% discount
3: because they suck.
2: That's <laughs> ah, cute. Um and we're going to forego the role playing in that cuz I want to move it along but basically whatever you need to buy go ahead and mark it off uh whatever cost it, it is so,
0: so I like to think that there would be at least a, um, a humorous montage of them trying to figure out how to make snowshoes for minotaur hooves I'm sure it'd be like a, sure it'd be like a great you know like, it's, what the
2: hell it's it's, a, it's an interesting challenge for somebody who does this for a living like you know it's, it's a very mundane chore until so you have to do something it's like that like leather
3: buckled all the way up to the g- g- digitigrade hoof I'm thinking, I'm thinking, <laughs> back thinking, of the like, you know. knee and, yeah. I, may, I may have invented the ski boot
5: pretty <laughs> much yeah that's basically it I would um. probably nominate, uh, or like, if we work this this inventory out and beforehand, I would probably delegate somebody to actually do the, do the physical purchasing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Zevian has a feeling that she'll be, people will try to rip her off because uh-huh. she's a drought. Um, in that case, uh, Coosblood
3: will offer to just accompany you. Okay. Uh, he does a lot of business around here. This is usually where he pick up, picks up contracts.
5: Yeah. So, so, just, so she'll I'll just do the, the book. Come with you. She'll do bookkeeping, and uh, she will of course collect any wealth that people want to donate to this expedition, and put her and put hers forward.
3: When we get to the point where we are uh, setting up shop for the night and getting a good night's rest, I do want an RP section.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, have we done all the shopping we need to do? Does anybody else need to buy anything else? Um, how much, like rations and stuff, should we buy?
3: We have eleven days' worth currently on our persons. Uh, I. How how far travel are we looking at? Half day. Oh. Half day? Half day for the ore, then uh, the researcher, we don't know how far away.
2: That's further away. That's to give you some um, perspective. If you notice the ten towns are all sort of shaped into a horseshoe with Kelvin's Cairn, the mountain being at the top of the horseshoe. Yep. um, This is information you would have gotten, you know, just in passing but the ore is halfway between Brinchander and the Dwarven Valley, so it's in the middle of the horseshoe. That's considered the safer part of the tundra. <coughs> the, uh, the cabin where the researcher is is outside of the horseshoe, so in Icewind Dale proper, that's the more
3: dangerous. Got it. Basically, that quest is red. This quest is yellow. That makes sense. Yeah.
5: Yeah, uh, so the ore is so close, it seems silly not to just go do it. Zev would suggest getting triple the amount of rations we think that we would need. Uh, we, in order to either do trade with others, yeah. uh, or in case we are, once again, beset by an avalanche or some or this thing that you surfacers call a blizzard. So Kuzbalad will say... Um,
3: it's an ice cream treat, they serve them at Sonic.
1: Nice.
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kuzbalad
3: will say that we, we actually already have more than triple we need for this particular venture. Um, bear in mind the amount of weight that you'll be carrying. Not all paths are level. Um, it's one thing to carry it on your person when you're hiking, but when you are climbing, it's a different story altogether. Uh, I also assume that our friend Sai will be accompanying us, and that negates a tremendous amount of the demand for our rations.
4: Ugh. Does it, does it run out those good shrooms, Ma? Good shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> They're filled up real good. It's like instant meal. <laughs> instant mash. Instant mushroom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time in the
2: morning. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So shopping done. Animals. How much do those cost? Animals. Uh, so what are you trying to get? Uh, hamsters. You have hamsters. Set? Hamsters. Yeah. Uh, you okay. can okay. get a dozen for a yeah. box.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: miniature giant space hamsters. Uh, so your uh, your animal selection is limited to sled dogs or axe beaks. Um here is a cool picture of an axe beak, a yeah. feathered axe beak. It's that you a can nut. Yeah. Um no tauntauns. No tauntauns. This is the closest Those thing really to a tauntaun Um it's like riding a giant ostrich, basically. Um they are good for single person riders, um, but they don't work well in teams, so you can't really get them to pull sleds. Yes,
3: yeah, so um, sled dogs.
2: Yeah. Um sled dogs, you can get a pack of them for twenty gold. It's a rental. You have to return them.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of money.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it is.